0: Love, talk,
1: radio. We all have inner work to do. Real Life, Real Faith is an opportunity to connect with Cheryl and her guests as they take you on a journey to help you become your authentic self. Whether you need help goal setting, developing coping skills, or connecting with a power greater than yourself, Cheryl is here to walk with you on your path to personal transformation. Get inspired as Cheryl lets you become an active participant or just sit back and glean from the messages delivered. It's Real Life,
0: Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan.
2: Hello and welcome to Real Life, Real Faith. I am your host, Cheryl Lacey Donovan, and we are so glad that you have joined us here this evening. As always, we want to remind you that you can connect with us on Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan at Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter at Real. Faith mag that's real faith, mag as a magazine, as well as on Instagram at real life real faith um listen tonight's show is going to be an awesome one as we speak with the man builder here on real life real faith, and in light of some of the tomfoolery that's going on right now uh in regards to donald trump i, I think that um <laughs> i really don't i don't even have words i don't i don't even have words to say with regards to some of the things that um, I've heard come out of his mouth on this past week so hopefully when we speak with uh Joe martin who is known as the uh the professional man builder uh, perhaps he can help us out with this because i I just really don't understand where someone like that is coming from from. you know tonight we'll we'll be speaking with him about things like understanding men, raising boys, um, some of the biggest challenges that are facing men today and why a lot of men may fail as men um, and he he he's going to come to us this evening and, and let us know how uh, men can be better fathers, better husbands and that are spiritual leaders in their homes, on the job, and in the community. His uh, website is realmenconnect.com. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. And um, he's been doing this for a while. It, it almost sounds as if he's doing the same thing for men as uh, I try to do with women, and that's help us to really live out that which God has placed on the inside of us. Um, His Real Men Connect is a mentoring and discipleship community for Christian men, and their goal is to help good men become great men God's way. His mission is to mobilize, mentor, and multiply godly men from all over the country by connecting them with men who have a sincere desire to grow spiritually as husbands, fathers, and leaders. In addition, he connects men to online and offline resources that will spiritually help sharpen, strengthen, and support them along their journey. Their mantra is, we are males by birth but we are men by choice. So this evening, Real Life, Real Faith is pleased to welcome to the broadcast Dr. Joe Martin. Uh, Let's see if we can get Dr. Joe in on this conversation. Dr. Joe, how are you? I'm
1: doing fantastic, Cheryl. How are you doing tonight?
2: I am doing well, doing well. And you know, right now we, we we've seen a lot of the things that are going on in our country, particularly with regards to um African American men and their issues that they're facing with with police officers and we have people on both sides of the spectrum. Those that feel like um the the men that are being shot have somehow uh created the situation that they're in, then there are others that say no, you know, that's not possible. They tend to be able to handle uh, uh, other people that find themselves in the same situation without killing them. But we we do recognize that there are uh, men, males out there who don't have role models, who don't have mentors that are helping them or trying to help them to become better men. So one of the things Uh, You know, I want to ask you is this, because this is something that you do on a regular basis, and that is, in your opinion, what are some of the biggest challenges that men face today? And in regards to those challenges, why is it that many of them find themselves failing at being men?
1: Well, let me start by answering that question first, and then I can tell you some of the issues that we're facing as a result of it, of why men um, are failing. Um, because we haven't had men to show us how to be me. Um, and it's the equivalent, Cheryl, of I, – I'll I count it this way, that we are called to be what I call spiritual lifeguards and protectors and overseers, um, the person who who guards and protects and looks over and looks after um who, people who we've been given responsibility over, mainly our families, our wives, our children. And we're supposed to be spiritual lifeguards. And if you've ever been to a, a pool or been to a beach and you watch that lifeguard sit on that post, he is always constantly looking out and looking um, after, making sure, looking for danger to protect whoever's in danger. And if someone is in need of help, he leaves that person to go into the water to, to rescue that person, to, to help them. Well, we as men were called to be spiritual leaders and spiritual lifeguards, but the problem is, and this is the number one problem, most of us don't know how to swim, Cheryl, and we were never taught. Mm. And so the problems mm-hmm. that, are, um, that we're accused of, when you can give me every list of every problem that you think is wrong with a man today, And it would seem legitimate, say, wow, yes, they're this, they're that, they're not this, they're not that, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. But no one ever stops to ask a question, were they ever taught how to do? And Mm -hmm. if we were talking to children, you would never chastise a child for not learning their ABCs or not learning how to read if they were never taught. But yet we do it to men all the time. You don't know how to be a good husband. Well, was he ever shown how to be a good husband? You're not being a uh, responsible mm-hmm. father. Was he ever shown how to be a responsible father? You're not spiritually leading your family. Was he ever taught how to be a spiritual leader of his family? You You don't know how to build an intimate connection or have intimate communication with your wife. Was he ever taught how to do that? You don't know how to disciple your children. Was he ever taught how to disciple his children? Changing the context, that if you look at it that way, one, I'm not excusing us as men because I have a problem with men a lot of times, but I'm trying to give us some compassion for men of you're asking men to jump into the ocean to rescue people when they've never been taught how to swim. Now, giving you that, now let's look at some of the issues that men are facing as a result of not knowing how to swim. Number one, we have pride. We won't tell you we don't know how to swim. That's part of the problem. Um, mm. My family's drowning. My wife is drowning. My children are drowning. Um, the boss are getting on my nerves and you're expecting me to do something, but I'm telling you the truth, I don't know how to swim. But I'm afraid to tell you I don't know how to swim because I'm afraid of what you may think of me or how you may think less of me because I don't know how to do that. That's one of the problems I see with us as men. Another problem I see with us mm-hmm. as men is that, and then also with that pride, we won't seek the help that we need. We'll say, well, I don't need any help. I got this because if I can do this on my own, that means I'm a real man. Again, not being shown mm-hmm. that that's not what a real man is. Then the second problem I see with men is that we won't commit to anything. Again, we weren't taught and shown how to commit. When I say we don't commit, that means we won't finish what we start. I would start a relationship with you, Cheryl, but I won't stick there to the end. You know, I would make a baby, but I won't stick to the end to make sure that baby is taken care of and provided for. We won't commit to things that we start. Another problem is that we're too lazy. When I say too lazy, whereas with pride, we say we don't need commitment. I won't finish. Being lazy is I don't want to do. And we walk in our field and say, I just don't feel like putting up with my baby's mama. I just don't feel like spending more time with my children. I just don't feel like learning and understanding my wife better so we can could um to help our man. I don't feel like getting counseling because nothing's wrong with me. So we have that laziness mm. approach to it. Then we have another problem that we struggle with is ignorance. We don't know. <laughs> and when I mean that we don't know, women expect us to do better, but if we don't know better, we can't do better. And so a lot of times we mm-hmm. don't know, but we think there's something wrong with not knowing. I tell you, there's nothing wrong with not knowing. What's pro- pro- what the problem is is when you don't know and you won't tell somebody you don't know and you want to know. And so we have, mm-hmm. a, I call it, a conscious um, incompetence, when we don't know what we don't know. And then the last thing I see as a major problem with men, at least these are based on the men that I work with and, and that I've seen and spoken for across the country, is probably one of my biggest pet peeves, which is apathy. And I put that last because most people don't talk about it, and apathy is I don't care. I don't care. And if you see men who are passive, you'll see men who won't when it comes down to the pride, the commitment, the laziness, and the ignorance, it's because they don't care anymore. They just say, you know what, that doesn't bother me. I'm not associated with it. I don't care. Those are the men who won't vote. <laughs> Those are the men who won't, help or, who won't mentor another young man because that's not my son. That's the person who won't um, go the extra mile to help another brother who we see is struggling. We don't care enough to do, get involved, to do something about a problem that we see. Now I know that's kind of long, but I'm hoping
2: that it answered your question for you. No, 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 that was that was great. And you know, as you were talking, the thing that came to my mind is this: that does not mean that, that there was not a male figure in the home, because I right. I have also seen where, um, you know, a lot of times we hear people talk about the fact, oh, well, there are no male figures in the home, there are no problems. But I I have seen some men who still exhibits some of the things that you're talking about, and there was a mm-hmm. man in the home. And Absolutely. as I'm hearing you speak, that man in the home probably did not know either.
0: Right.
1: Absolutely. And, Cheryl, you're right on point with that. A lot of times we think having a male presence solves the problem. No, it just puts another body in the house. You know, mm-hmm. what you need is an active male in that home who is engaged with his wife, engaged with his children, and is not being passive but being active in the role of his family and assuming the leadership role to do what God has called him to do. And so you're right. It's not just because we have a lot of men who um, were present, but they're they're physically present, but they're not emotionally present in their home. And that's just as big of a problem as a man not being there physically.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that, you know, that that really struck me as you were speaking a few moments ago because that that is very true, and, you know, I've even spoken to women who say the same thing. You know, it's almost like, you know, yes, there is a a male there, but a lot of women will say, you know, I might as well be a single mom because Mm -hmm, I'm the one that mm -hmm. really, even with that male in the home, I'm still the one that bears a lot of the responsibility.
0: Right.
1: And that's not – and I try to let women know that that's not the answer as well, is even though, yeah, it's better
0: mm-hmm.
1: to be – i I'd rather see a, a man not there than the wrong man in the, in the house, but that's not mm-hmm. the answer either, that that female, in which I know you're probably going to ask me this question anyway in the show, on the show, is that I believe that if women find themselves in a single-parent role, that their job and their responsibility is to recruit a man. I'm not saying a husband or a boyfriend. It's just recruit a man that they respect and admire to be that man figure for their child, whether it be a, a son or a daughter, a man that they can trust. So we're talking about using discernment, but you cannot not allow your child not to be influenced by a man. And I'll give you a prime example. I have a son who's 20 years old, and I have a daughter who's 14 years old. Now, my, I'm there for my son. Do you realize, you that I actually have recruited other men, for my son. And most people say, why would mm-hmm. you do that if you're everything he needs? Guess what? I could die.
2: <laughs> you know, I don't see anymore.
1: He still needs another right. man in his life other than me to be around him. He can never have too many men in his life. You know? <laughs> and so my thing is to go out and recruit. I do it and I'm a man and I recruit men for my for my son and my daughter that they can look up to other than me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
2: It does. It makes a whole lot of sense. And and um, we've talked about it before, the fact that, yes, you do need a male there, not just for the men, but also for the girls, because the girls need yes. to know, you know, how a man should be treating a woman or, or, or another girl or what have you. So, yeah, that, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Listeners, we're speaking with uh, Dr. Joe Martin. He is the founder of Real Men Connect. His website is realmenconnect.com. He is a professional man builder, helping men to become everything that God uh, wants them to be. The number to call in is 646-595-3716. And if you'd like to speak, um, you can just hit, I think it's pound a star one or pound one if you'd like to talk to Dr. Joe Morton before he leaves we have about 50 more minutes left in the program and when we come back we're going to talk to Dr. Joe about the traits of real men, real life, real faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan back in a moment
1: Hi, I'm Layla Ali I might be undefeated in professional boxing but there's one problem even I can't fight alone childhood hunger, over 17 million kids in America may not know where their next meal is coming from That's one in five children. Yet billions of pounds of surplus food produced right here in America just get thrown out every year. That's more than enough to feed every last hungry child. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids before it goes to waste. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank by going to feedingamerica.org. Together, we can knock out hunger. Together, we're Feeding America.
0: To help solve hunger in your community and to find your local food bank, visit FeedingAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
2: You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives, and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend.
0: Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. This is the news. This morning, we are saluting the 2.2 million women who have joined in the war effort. They now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. The prestigious Harvard Medical School is breaking ground today, opening its doors to new female applicants. Today, little girls all over the world look to the sky, where the first woman is now in space.
2: Military stereotypes are challenged today with the trailblazing promotion of a U.S. female officer to four-star general. It was just announced that the vast majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. Welcome back to Real Life, Real Faith. This is Cheryl Lacey Donovan, and tonight we are speaking with Dr. Joe Martin. He is the professional man builder. And, Dr. Joe, we do have a caller on the line. Tony D is um, in the queue with us, and he has a question for you. Go ahead, Tony D. Welcome to Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan.
0: Thank you, Cheryl. And, uh, Dr. Martin, I just want to say I appreciate the things that you had uh, mentioned. And as a, a young man, from my mid forties here in Houston, um, you know I'm, I'm kind of like you. Sometimes I, I do have a lot of problem with men or males
2: mm-hmm. because uh,
0: we we just not owning up to what we need to do. And when you when you first spoke about some answered a sure question about some of the some of the problems or whatever. I, I, sometimes I just want us to pull back a little bit from some of the excuses. Right. You, know, you, you said like you know. The, like Cheryl addressed it, I pray about there's no man in the house. and that's like an old adage. It's like an excuse keep falling back on that. There's enough men around here we can have examples, you know, for other men to seek out or women to even seek out if they don't have a man and they like that somebody they can, you know, put in their life. But I just think that there's too many excuses. Like the, the analogy you gave about swimming, you know, hey, if you can't swim, you need to find the resources to get a boat, get a life jacket, <laughs> And a raft on that boat So you can go out and help somebody You understand? I mean we just gotta We got to find other ways There's other ways and just whatever We got to be, you know, we can't keep Allowing them to be lazy Which I very much agree with And the, the apathy, the apathetic type of Attitude that they—that we carry about ourselves But in some So about 80% I do agree, but that beginning part I really just want us to rethink About how there's no excuses these days. If you, don't, if you want to know, I, I try to preach all the time, it's, it's a want to. There's a difference between this, this person and that person, maybe on the next level, is probably they got more want to than you got.
1: And, Tony, I appreciate you calling in, and I understand exactly what you said. I'm not, you know, matter of fact, my personal motto is no excuse. And you have to hear me on this, Tony, and I want every listener to hear this because, Tony, you're going to re- agree with 100% of what I'm saying. I'm not excusing men's behavior i'm explaining their behavior there's a huge difference because when you stand before god what excuses is he going to accept are you following so i'm with you 100 percent. Right. but we are being naive and hear me on this i'm an educator i've been in education for 23 years if i treated children the way we treat men you will lock me up and get me arrested you said joe how dare you expect that from a child if you haven't taught him or taught her, it's our responsibility to teach. Now, you're right. The responsibility comes on the man to get the help that he needs. Are you following me? But a right. good example, I, I give you a great, I'll use me as a great example and be very transparent with your audience. The reason why I have a problem with men because I've been abandoned, abused, and neglected by men. When I say abused, I was sexually abused as a child. Now, if there's anybody who has a reason, and I grew up in abject poverty of a teenage mother, but I had my doctorate degree before I was 30 years old. I moved my mom out of the projects a year after I graduated from college. I went on to write 12 books, start my first business at the age of 22. So you're not listening to a man who's making excuses. There's anybody who can say, pick this up by the bootstraps, and you can do something. It should be me as a poster child. There. Look where I came from without a dad in the home who left me when I was only two years old. However, you would say, Joe, look what Joe did, and Tony, this is where most people go wrong. So look how you, what you were able to do without a man in the household. But what I didn't tell you, Tony, is I failed as a man. I succeeded as a male, but I failed as a husband and I failed as a father. Are you following me on this, Tony? Now, where you may be impressed by my credentials and everything I've achieved, I did not know, and I did the best I could by loving this wife that I married. I did the best I could by raising this boy the best I could. And you're talking about a person who's very well-educated, but I did not have a man who took me under under his wing until I was 33 years old and said, Joe, let me show you how to do this. But Tony, you're absolutely right. I had to seek him out to say, teach me because I humbled myself without staying stuck on my pride to say, you know what, I don't know how to swim. Brother, will you teach me how to swim? So I'm not excusing any man out there because God won't excuse it. But I'm explaining for women to understand but also for us as men to understand if that makes any sense
0: perfectly perfectly I sure appreciate
2: that Thank you thank you Tony T for your comment we appreciate it So Dr. Jones now uh let's let's kind of switch a little bit and look at in your mind what some of the traits are of real men because you you explained it very eloquently you had all of the trappings of what people would normally feel are success degrees businesses yes. you know you moved out of the poverty all of that kind of stuff but you you said very eloquently you failed as a man. So in your mind, what are the real traits for real men?
1: Okay. And that's a great question. And I hope Tony is still listening because now Tony will get where my passion comes from with this and how you can't expect men to get this by osmosis. And to me, what a real man is, and because I always thought a real man was defined by his, his occupation, what he does for a living, his compensation, how much money he made, because I wanted to have a great job. I wanted to make a great income, which I did. I thought a man was also defined based on his um, his level of education. I had more degrees than a the thermometer before I was 30 years old. And I also thought a man <laughs> was defined by his reputation and how many people knew him, how well-respected he was, how many women he could get, that kind of thing. And what I thought as society defines our success based on that, that's not the definition of what a real man is. Now, let me tell you what I think the real traits of a real man is. And this is not from the philosophy of Joe Martin because I'm still learning this stuff myself. This I take my my lead from a biblical perspective, a real man. And I look at Jesus Christ as being the standard for what a man is. And this is basically four simple things. Now I say four simple, but it takes time to develop these things. One is that a real man, and I hope Tony and the rest listeners are listening to this, knows how to lead his family spiritually. Knows how to lead his family spiritually. He rejects passivity. He rejects excuses. He knows how to lead his family spiritually. Now, God has called us to be the spiritual leader. That's why I said a spiritual lifeguard, because that's the role we've been given. We're going to be held accountable for our wives and for our children when we stand for an almighty God that says, what would you do with that family that I gave you? And to Tony's credit, Tony was absolutely right. We're not going to be able but God, I didn't know. You know, I was never shown. Nobody taught me. That's not going to fly. God's going to say, You should have gotten the help. I put other people around you. Why, not, why didn't you seek the help that you needed? So, one, he, um, mm-hmm. he leaves his family spiritually. Two, he loves and serves others sacrificially. He loves and serves others sacrificially. In other words, he accepts responsibility and he realizes it's not about me. It's bigger than me. It's not just about what my wife can do for me. I'm going to lay down my life for my wife. It's not about um, me making my children be what I want them to be. My job is to train them up in the way they should go so they don't depart from those ways that they know how to stand up for their convictions. They know how to be um, self-producing and and, um, and, and self-sacrificing in society. But I must lead my example by loving and serving them sacrificially. And that's not just my family. I'm talking about other people as well. That's even on my job. Also, the traits of real mm-hmm. man is that he leaves an eternal legacy. He leaves an eternal legacy. And what I mean by that, Cheryl, is that when I die and when um, my, my son dies, that our, what I taught them, my faith, should live on long after I'm gone, that they should be talking mm-hmm. about what I stood for and what I believed in. And here's a great example. I don't know if you caught the miniseries Roots, the new version of it that they had that came out, uh, I I guess, a couple months ago. And you notice how with each generation, they kept talking about Kuta Kente, you know, even though he wasn't even around. That's leaving a legacy, That that, that your legacy is still talking about you even though they never met you. And last but certainly not least, and this way I think most men are dropping the ball in society today, not only do they um, lead their family spiritually, love and serve others sacrificially, and learn to leave a legacy, they teach other men how to do the same. See, I can't wow. leave this earth without teaching my son how to do exactly what I just told you. That's my job. Wow. That's how I leave a legacy. That's how I love and serve sacrificially. That's how I leave my – I'm going to show him how to do exactly the same thing I just told you.
2: Wow. So there you have it. (laughs) Listen, this is the best way to end the show with Dr. Joe, uh, with those four traits of a real man. Dr. Joe, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Before we go, please let the listeners know how they can connect with you and find out more about what you're doing over at Real Men Connect.
1: Well, you mentioned the website realmenconnect.com earlier, but I'm going to even do a little bit better than that. I'm going to offer those men who need swimming lessons, and they say, I don't know how to swim, and Tony was right, they can't make excuses, I have a blueprint on swimming lessons <laughs> for men who are struggling, and it's free. I'm giving away okay. two more books for free, Cheryl, for your guests. All they have to do is go to okay. rmcfree.com, rmcfree.com, and there's two books on swimming lessons <laughs> for men. Okay. just <laughs> So they can get those wow. for free. <laughs>
2: So, listen, you you heard it here live on Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Dr. Joe Martin has something free for you, two swimming lesson books, as he puts it. Uh, what is it, rmcfree.com. Make sure yeah, you go R-M-C-free over there and free. pick go. up. Great. Make sure you go over there and pick up those copies. Dr. Joe, again, thank you so much for joining us this evening.
1: Thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. Everybody, we want to remind you that you can connect with us over there on Facebook, Real Life Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan, on Twitter at Real Faith Mag, and on Instagram at Real, Life Real Faith. It has been a pleasure speaking with you this evening, and we want to remind you, as always, that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. See you next Tuesday. Be blessed.